G'day guys, I'm Aaron Schultz and this is episode number 15 of the Outback Mine podcast. Today's guest needs no introduction, uh, internationally acclaimed singer-songwriter Pete Murray uh, has been really kind enough to join me, uh, really Grateful for Pete to, uh, to come along and talk about men's well-being. He's got a really interesting journey himself um, and basically how he's uh, gone through life and, and ended up uh, being one of the world's, um, I suppose, most loved musicians, particularly in Australia. He's, uh, he's very well regarded and uh, he's got a great story with regards to sport and his own well-being and some of the lyrics behind his music are quite profound, which I'm sure that you will have uh, heard and, and, and know well. So we're going to talk a bit more about that. So... Really grateful for you joining me and uh, having a uh, listen to my podcast and particularly uh, this one with Pete, which I'm sure you'll enjoy. Pete Murray, welcome to the Outback Mind podcast. Oh, thanks for chatting. Yeah, great to have you here, mate. Um, yeah, really, uh, really grateful for your uh, your time and uh, uh, I know uh, lots of people know you uh, out there uh, throughout rural Australia and uh, your music is... Uh, <laughs> Certainly helped a lot of people uh, find some balance in their lives. So we'll talk more about that uh, as we go, mate. But, um, mate, just wanted to get a bit of a, a background uh, of your own journey, where you sort of were brought up and, uh, and how life sort of uh, has unfolded for you, uh, you know, along the way, I guess. <coughs> yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I was born in, in Miles um, and um, when I was nine, uh, we made the big big move to Chinchilla, which is half an hour down the road. So right. um, for, those, for those who don't know, Miles and Chinchilla is about four hours west of Brisbane. Yep, so and, it's a um, country town, basically. Yes, yes. Yeah. So um, my dad, um, he was a watchmaker jeweller in town and, and had a um, good little business there. And so I, I went to um, <coughs> Chinchilla, stay high and... and uh, um, primary school there, the Catholic school at, at um, Chinchilla as well, St. Joseph. Mm. So, um, and then I grade um, 11, 12, I went away to boarding school for, for to Brisbane just for, um, I asked to go because I think the opportunities that were, um, especially with sport, that were available were, were great for me. But look, growing up in the country was great fun. Mm. And, um, you know, we had uh, a lot of, I've got a lot of great memories, a lot of great friends. We used to go skiing quite a bit at the Weir in Chinchilla. Mm. And um, you know, I think of it. I remember thinking as a kid. I remember feeling very lucky to grow up in the country, and we'd go to the to the city um, on the rare occasion. It just really kind of um, scared me a little bit. You know, just going to a lot of the high rises. It just seemed like such a busy place. Yeah. So um, you know, great. I think that you you definitely get taught a lot of uh, respect when you're growing up in the country and, you know, you really learn to respect everyone in the community. Community's a really strong thing out there. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we, we are very blessed in, in rural Australia and uh, um, <coughs> I guess we've missed out on lots of resources. That's why I think, you know, this podcast is, has been really helpful in its short period of time for people to actually give them the content uh, that they may not be able to receive locally uh, throughout their, their own um, uh, support networks and so forth, I guess. Which yeah, look, yeah. <clears throat> definitely, it's challenging. I, I think for a lot of people that that may find themselves isolated in in those areas, and 
the way that they're feeling and not having anyone to talk to or, or anyone that can really, I guess they feel that there'll be no one that will understand what they're going through. <coughs> but the, <coughs> excuse me, but the um, interesting thing is that a lot of people go through depression and um, and, and will not even realise that they're, they're actually feeling that way or, or have depression. Mm. Um, and I, I sort of went through a bit of it myself. My dad died when I was 18. Mm. And uh, so, I think, you know, by the time I, it was a year I left school and a couple of years later I was really struggling and I found that I was, um, you know, I'd get up in the morning and I'd have breakfast and I'd have to go back to bed because I was so tired and mm. I'd get up and have lunch and then I'd go back to bed again. So, you know, I, I really was struggling with what, what I wanted to do in life and, and it wasn't until years later that I realised that I was actually suffering some depression. I didn't, I didn't really realise at the time. Mm. So, in a, I mean, I got through that. I guess I've always been a fairly positive thinker that knowing that look, things will get better and I've got to keep moving forward and know that there'll be a, a light at the end of the tunnel, you know, and there's been songs that I've written about that, you know, yeah. so that can help inspire people and one of those songs is called Better Days. Yeah. And it's, um, but so like I said, I was probably lucky that I, I <clears throat> got through that um, without too much um, problem that, uh, but yeah, understanding that you're actually, that you have it is the, is the biggest thing. Mm. And um, once you sort of realise that, that yeah, yeah, I've got a problem and it is a problem. And when you, you know, something that you can fix as well, but you need some help to do that. Yeah, it's really interesting, Pete. Like uh, <coughs> I grew up in regional Australia in country Victoria and I was very much the same uh, around that sort of age bracket between sort of 16 and, you know, early 20s. And I really felt that heaviness yep. and that, that depression and, and so forth. And that would lead to anxiety because you want to try and feel better. Uh, so you do things like drink and drive fast cars and all that sort of stuff. Um, and, yep. um, and really the depression, uh, it was very difficult for a, for a young man to be able to be open to speak about that in their, in their community for fear of judgment. Exactly, and I think in drinking, as you say, drinking can just make you feel good for a while, can't it? Yeah. Takes away all that the negative thoughts, and you're laughing and having a great time, and and it, and it feels good. So that, so why not keep drinking? That that'll be a great thing. You know? But yeah. it's really the worst thing you can do. Yeah. And I, I do I understand a lot of guys get very <coughs> excuse me, matter it's early in the morning, so I get, <laughs> get a lot of phlegm in my throat. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of guys, as you said, that the, especially younger guys, feel a bit embarrassed to talk to someone but it's a really natural thing to feel this way and a lot of people go through it mm. and it's important to to understand that it's nothing embarrassing that's at all mm. and you know to talk to someone is, is possibly a really easy way of helping you understand what you're going through what you're dealing with and trying to i guess to get the key points what what's making you feel this way and then um how we can fix it and there's lots of things you can do to fix that up so uh, i had a friend of mine who was a teacher and he suffered with depression in his life and he he was working in Penrith and he hated the school where he was he hated the area that he lived in and he missed home he was from chinchilla as well mm. and he was really missing things and i'm talking to him a lot for for a few months there every day i would talk to him and he like, just wouldn't get out of his house coming from school and he wouldn't leave his house mm. and i'd say mate you do me a favour, just walk out the front door and I want you to walk around the block. Walk around the block and look at everything. Look at the trees, look at the grass, look at the people. Just look at everything that's 
that's out there that's, that's happening around you and just do it once and come back in and, and just sit and think about that. So he did this every day. He would go and walk around the block and he would start to notice things, start to notice birds, cats, dogs, you know, things that would give him a little bit of joy. And I think once he realised that he's got to, he had to get himself out of his own house because he's like a little jail mm. but that he created for himself. He'd, he'd have locked himself in there. Sometimes in our mind, we do the same thing. It's your mind just locks yourself in there that you don't get out of that. Mm. And, um, you know, it's, it takes small things sometimes to really make you look at something differently than the way that you're looking at it. Yeah, Pete, it's, that's a, a beautiful uh, analogy. And, and really what happens, and it's happening more and more in modern society because of the way things have been created over the last, you know, maybe a couple of decades, but... You know, humans are being denatured primarily. So we're, we're sitting in an office or we're sitting in uh, an environment where we're just not connected, you know, and we lose that connection with ourselves. Yep. And that connection with ourselves uh, comes back when we actually get out of the mind and uh, get back into nature and start to, you know, feel the flow of life around us. And we realise that everything that's going on within ourselves you know, may be able to be moved through and, and, and pass. Yep. And, you know, it's really interesting that the song, um, I wanted to touch on it. Like I, I wrote a book myself about my own journey and I had, I had people come up to me all the time saying, thank you, like, well, this book saved my life. And a guy yesterday just randomly yeah. pulled me up and said, mate, I just want to you know, say thank you very much. And he rained off all these things that were in it. Um, and I, I, I basically had to do that just to, to heal myself, you know, to give people a, an understanding of where I'd come from. But... I'd like you to talk about your song, Better Days. Have you had people come to you saying that that song has really helped them? Yeah, I've had, I've had a few people that said that that's, that song has saved their lives. And I, and one story that I tell when I'm playing live is uh, quite often is a, a story when I was in Rockhampton and I went up there and played and we, we had we finished the gig and we all, myself and the band, went out to a, to a, um, you know, to a pub um, club there somewhere and uh, I had this <clears throat> massive big hand grab me on the shoulder and I, said, and I turned around and and it was a security guard and I'm thinking oh my god someone in my band normally the drummer or the bass player do some do stupid things I'm thinking oh my god yeah. we're about to be thrown out and this guy's about to throw me out as a, you know. <laughs> and uh, I said oh, you know and he, but I looked at him and he had tears coming down his face and I'm like, are you okay, mate? And he said, yes. He said, look, I've got to thank you. I've got to thank you. You, you saved my life. And I'm sick. And I'm what, what do you mean? What, 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 what are you talking about? Mm. He said, and he explained how he'd gone through a really hard time. He'd lost his, his business. had fallen down. He went broke. He had uh, started drinking. He'd lost his family because they couldn't, they couldn't help him because he was just spiralling out of control. Mm. He lost everything in his life that was really important to him. And all he wanted to do was end it. Mm. And he said that he played Better Days. In the morning, he'd get up and he'd play this song. And at night before he went to bed, he'd play this song. And he did it for about six months. Mm. And, it, and it helped him stay alive, you know. And I think there's no greater compliment in the world than someone, as you would feel, when someone comes to you about your book mm. and saying, look, you've, you know, you've saved my life. And that's a really great thing yeah. to do that. And that song in particular is all about Knowing that, you know, life's challenging and we will, without a doubt, in our life, go through or experience hard times. It's not just going to be this amazing journey as we're kids. 
we we don't understand that because a parent kind of deal with everything for us and we have this great most cases we have a great upbringing we've, we've got you know we don't have the stresses of money or anything like that we just go and play with our mates and, and that's what we do like i said most cases kids have a great upbringing there are some cases where kids don't don't have that and that's unfortunate mm. but we don't have to <clears> or <throat> well, i don't have to worry about that <clears throat> but when you start to go through life you realize that you know it's not easy trying to achieve what you want to achieve um you'll get a lot of uh people saying no to you um that can be pretty hard if you're trying to get a job any work mm. and it's a really tough thing that things that you want to try and achieve that you think you can achieve in life or think that you'll have the kid doesn't always work out that way. It doesn't always work out that you're going to get exactly what you want because life's not meant to be that way. Life is meant to be challenging. Mm. It's meant to be hard and it's about the journey. Mm. And it's about dealing with all these things because a lot of time we just want to get to the end. Mm. We just want to get to the end. This is what I want. I want this now. And it's like, that doesn't work that way. Yeah. The whole thing about life is understanding that all these hard things that you go through and all these um, brick walls you face, uh, all these no's that you get from everybody, they will only make you stronger. Mm. And that's the thing, that song is all about that, knowing that you will go through hard times, but you're going to be, you'll only become stronger with this. If you have this positive attitude, know that, yes, I will get, I will get there. Don't give up, keep believing in yourself. Trust your gut instinct is the main thing in life. Know what's good for you, mm. and you will get there. And it might take a long time, it might take years, but eventually, you know, you can overcome these things and, and things will get better. It's just the way that you that you deal with it. And that's what, you know, that song is about, knowing that you'll be in a better position than to help other people, as like you have. Yeah. And yeah. how does that feel for you now? I mean, that must be extremely rewarding for you that knowing that you've, you went through some hard times, you've written a book about it. Mm. You're helping other people now. That's such a great feeling, isn't it, when you can help someone else. And suddenly it's not about you anymore. Mm. It's about what you're doing for other people and that makes you feel, feel good. Yeah, thanks, mate. I, I guess, you know, the, the whole thing is to not have expectations. Like when you wrote that song, you would not have expected that would provide that feedback. You know, if it, if it, I said if this book saves someone's life or uh, can help someone, then that's great. You know, it's certainly worth it. And um, uh, it's really pleasing when you uh, have someone come along, you know, out of the blue just to, to give you that reinforcement. And it makes you think, well, geez, I... I, I, I am doing something positive now and um, I guess, you know, Pete, stories like yours and mine are, are available to everyone in, in regional communities. Uh, there's always someone in that yep. community that, um, that has got a story to tell or well, everyone's got a story to tell primarily but um, if someone can actually yep. step up and, mm-hmm. and say what's going on and that really just opens the floodgates to others uh, and it keeps yep. us away from that sort of sense of uh, feeling in fear or shame or guilt, which a lot of guys primarily feel, um, you know, consistently. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. Sorry, I'll just cut you off, keep going. You're all right, mate. No, no go. Uh, so, no, I, yeah. I think it's a, that's a, it's a true, true thing that you're saying there. So, um, look, the more, the more that we talk about especially with young guys and especially in the outback the in, in, in isolated areas they do feel the young guys feel like there's, there's no one they can talk to I think it, we almost need to bring into the um, schooling system the education to educate kids that you know you, you're never alone and there's always someone that you can talk to mm. when this happens and the worst case you just don't the worst thing you can ever do is just go make that decision on that on that moment to, to take your own life because you know 
possibly the next day or in a week's time or two weeks' time or a month's time or 12 months' time, you could be having the most amazing life. Yes. And that can happen. You know, with changes, you can make this and you could have the most amazing life. You could be super happy. You could meet a, you know, the girl of your dreams or, you know, yeah. the, the man of your dreams, whatever it is, you know, and there's something that can just turn things around. Life will get better, but it's throwing you these things that are, that are making it challenging for you. And that's the thing that uh, I guess I keep trying to reinforce that with everyone, even, even though it seems like it's hard, there's, there's we're, we're all on a journey. And this is part of their journey. Certainly, mate. Uh, you know, the ancient, ancient wisdoms talk about impermanence, like everything will pass. Like whether we get stuck in something, and particularly with guys, we, we experience like, if we experience some trauma between the ages of say 12 and 16, that can stay with us for quite a while, you know? So to be yep. able to actually yeah, get help and, and, and move through what's blocking you so you can actually, you know, move forward with life, whether that may be a relationship breakdown or you're boozing too much or you're, you're doing something that's sort of affecting your, 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 your rhythm, like your natural rhythm, then it's definitely worthwhile, yep. uh, you know, exploring to be able to speak about that and, and move, move ahead because we all get stuck, mate. And that, that's unfortunately the way the mind will work. It will take you there because it will protect you. But if you can actually like be, be brave enough to move through, I think the... Um, the outcome on the other side of that is uh, is certainly worthwhile pursuing. That's for sure, mate. And I was I was really gonna talk to you about your new album, and I, I know you've got a song on there called My Place, which I think is all about living from the heart, which is you know primarily um, yeah. what a lot of us need to be able to recognise more and more. Yeah, found my place. Yeah, well, that that's a song that um, when I wrote that one, it was really about trying to give. Um, well, actually, I used my own life as inspiration for that to to pass, then passing on advice to my own kids or someone else who's you know in that position where you're you're a you're a dad and you're passing on your wisdom to the younger generation to your kids, and that's the thing mm. that uh, I guess what you've experienced, you, you're letting them know. So, and that song is all about um, you know there'll be there'll be hard times, yeah. um, you know it's a uh, was the life is a long winding road. There'll be there'll be many roadblocks ahead. You know, yeah. so that's what um, I've experienced in my life. Is many roadblocks and people saying because I started music quite late too. Mm. I had a lot of people saying, "Oh, you know, you're you're too old to be successful." And yeah. Like what? I'm yes. not too old to be successful. I mean, you know, if you, I believe in the fact that if you write a good song, then people will hear it and people will talk about it and people will share it. Mm. And I think. Um, that's what's happened in, in my career, and so you know, don't listen to what other people say to you. You've got to try, and I talk about trusting, you know, um, your own instincts on that line. You know, um, your, your compass basically will, your own compass that we have will guide you. So to listen to it, yes, trust it, and, and know what's good for you. But understand that there will be. Uh, this won't be easy, and you will get. Uh, uh, rejections and and that's just that's life yeah. and it's the journey enjoy, enjoy the journey trust your gut instinct and just you know keep believing in yourself that's right and uh, i think it's really important to like you're doing something that brings you joy um to be able to help a, a guy out there to be able to do something every day or every every morning that actually gives them a sense of joy so they're getting out of the mind and back into that my place you know find my place which is back to your heart yep. again because when you're living from that heart space you're actually doing something that's 
really resonating with you and you're in that flow and um and that's the beauty that we all have within us there's always something i always say to guys you know do you like fishing do you like doing things that um that, that may get you out in nature which keep you relaxed and and being able to sort of tap more and more yeah. into that is uh, is really important otherwise we find ourselves getting distracted and we get diverted by the things yeah. that aren't so important you know well, there's another song I wrote called Opportunity, which is a pretty well-known song. Yeah. And that's all about, you know, uh, finding your exit out of something that you're not happy with and, and finding something that you are happy with. And that's it, you know. Um, that, that whole song really is just about finding, as you just said, doing something that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. If you're in a job that you're not happy with uh, or if you're in a relationship that's really unhealthy, then find a way out of it, get out of it, and see, and see what you want to do. I, I'm a big believer in you know writing down your goals, just maybe some small goals at first, small steps to try and have a few things that you want to achieve, and then have bigger goals. But if you write them down on, on the paper and you read them every day, these things will happen. You'll be surprised. Mm. So, and that could be, you know, I want to be happy. Something simple like that. I just want to be happy. I want to find happiness. I want to find a job that will make me happy but you've got to start thinking about it and work out what you want to do and sometimes you have to take a, a challenge and that may be I've got to leave this job that's paying me because I'm unhappy and I, to, to try and do something else I've got to leave this mm. and I've got to take a risk and lo- you know I think when you take some risks if you really calculate it in the way that you do it you don't just sort of jump in the deep end of the pool and try and teach yourself how to swim mm. you can really be surprised with what you can achieve and you know, um, my life, I guess, I picked a guitar up at 22. I did my first independent album at 30. Now, I had a lot of people, even my, my own family were very concerned about me and friends were going, what are you doing? Yeah. You're doing an independent album. You're 30. Everyone else that I knew, all my mates were staying with families. They had money. I had nothing. I couldn't even struggle to buy myself lunch. Mm. And so I had this, that was a really challenging time for me, but I just believed that this could work and I, and I believed that it would would happen you know I had my doubts to it different times and but you know that's um, I guess a good example of uh, I guess getting, getting away from the job that was, that was paying me and I was I was doing for a while there I was doing like covers gigs you know so covers you get you, you guaranteed to get money for covers gigs mm-hmm. when you're doing original gigs you're not really guaranteed to get money so mm-hmm. that's the challenge and you can work really hard and get nowhere so yeah. but it's a matter of Planning, a lot of planning, uh, writing down your goals and doing these small steps and ticking the boxes of the things that you're doing right. Mm. And that's, that's, that's life. Just plan where you want to be. Set your goals for where I want to be in 12 months, where I want to be in five years, maybe 10 years. Mm. And that is your life journey that you, that, you, that you want to try and do. That may change over time, but you keep writing things down so that you, are, you stay on top of what you want, what the things that are going to make you happy. Write down the things that are going to make you happy. They're the things you want in your life. Write them down, look at them, read them, and, and things will start to happen. Yeah, beautifully said, mate. I, I really believe, like what you've just mentioned there, is summed up in, in the new song, uh, Found My Place. Primarily, uh, you know, you, yeah. you've just talked about where you've, where you've come from and sort of how you, you followed your heart centre and that took you to what you were passionate about. You could have stayed doing what you were doing and been not happy with your life, but... Uh, I guess you've been able to, you know, take a, I wouldn't say a punt, but like really followed what was, what was telling you 
uh, was your real destiny and your real truth. And and I guess that's with, within all of us, mate. We I come across guys all the time that say that say oh, say how's it working. They say oh yeah okay, but they really want to be doing something else, you know. So to be able to yeah pre- pre- prepare and plan and execute that and make it happen is um something that's going to bring them happiness at the end of the day. And and that happiness will not only be a benefit for themselves but for everyone around them. That's true. Very true. Their own communities, uh, you know, their families, and everyone benefits, and that's our birthright, you know, to be happy. I guess at the end of the day. So, uh, I guess we're well, just, a, yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of pressure that society puts on us. Mm. We we believe we have to act a certain way to fit into our society, and we can't change. This is who we are. People know that I'm like this, and that. So it's like, well, hang on. You don't have to do that. You can change. You can do. You can be something different, but I think that's another problem that that um, people have, like society, and you're worried about what people think, and like, really, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I talk about, um, you know, uh, negative uh, hate mail and things that you might get on social media. It's like, I pay absolutely no attention to that stuff. I don't read it. You don't need to read it. Who yeah. cares? Same. That's right. <laughs> these, it doesn't matter. You know, like, these guys... Uh, wallowing in their own sorrow they just want to make someone else feel bad because they're feeling bad i feel sorry for them because they're the ones that probably need to be listening to you and reading your book and and listen to these songs to probably help them get better but you can't change that and it just doesn't matter what when someone says a negative thing to you it's you you know within yourself when you really love yourself you know what's good for you so you know for example if you're wearing a green shirt one day and someone says that green shirt looks really bad on you you look terrible mm. but you know it doesn't it doesn't matter what that person says it just has no no should have no reflection on you at all it's like oh well that's your opinion mm. that's fine but i know that i look good in this green shirt yeah so they're the sorts of things once you start to love yourself uh, it doesn't matter what other people say to you because you know that you're not like that you know that you you do look good in this shirt and it does not matter at all what anyone says to you Pete, it's really interesting when you respond with something with compassion, how it actually changes. So, you know, it actually takes the person yeah. that, uh, that's, that's making the comment onto the back foot where they actually like feel how they're really wanting to feel. I think that, that negative emotion that's coming out uh, is just a, uh, an action of their own um, traumatic experience and they're trying to make themselves feel good by putting someone else down. And, we see it in, in sporting clubs and, and all that consistently and it hasn't changed over the years. But I believe you know, by having these conversations, it'll actually help people understand that they don't have to react a certain way. You know, they can come, come uh, to a situation uh, from the right mindset uh, to be able to you know, have a, a better outcome rather than sort of fighting fire with fire a lot of the times. And, um, and Absolutely. Yeah, yep. yeah, having a high level of consciousness. Very true. Look, I'm, look, there's, um, and I've had it before. If someone said something negative to me, I was just, you know, I'll say something positive back to them because you just don't need to go back with another negative thing. It doesn't help you. Mm. I remember, you know, a, a good good mate of mine and a guy I played rugby with years ago, John Neal, became the captain of the Wallabies. Yeah, right. Probably the greatest greatest captain that we've ever had. Mm. And Neal, was under pressure years ago when, um, it's not so much of a you know, negative comment on his personality, but... I remember there was a lot of pressure on him. He was the captain of Australia and a lot of people were calling for his head. He shouldn't be captain. And Mark Eller, who was one of the selectors, the Australian selectors of the league at the time, was, wasn't saying positive things about 
he'll do it all. It's like, no, he, he shouldn't be captain. Um, and it's just kind of quite negative. And they said, oh, what do you think about it? What do you think about what uh, Mark Ellis' comments are? And he said, well, he's entitled to his comments, but that's fine, and it's not my business what he thinks. But this is how I feel. Mm. And I know that I can do a good job, and I know that I can be a great captain. And he went on to be the, the best captain we've ever had. Mm. That's someone who I have a lot of respect for. I played with him. He was, he was an incredible um, guy, uh, just alone, but a, a rugby player who's amazing. A real freak of nature, but that's his ability to go. I don't care what someone else says. Mm. That's their opinion, and they're entitled to that opinion if that's what they want to. You know, if that's what they want to say. Mm. That's okay. It doesn't affect me because I know that I am good at what I do, and I will be good. And that's that's you know the best way that I can uh, you know, describe that. Yeah, that 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 courage and bravery is within all of us. It's just about uh, being okay to express it, and usually when you do that, then that's when the growth starts to happen. So just with regards to your new album, uh, Pete, uh, what was it called and, and how's yeah, it uh, coming sure. out? Yeah, yeah. so I've got a new, new EP. It's a six-track EP, and it's, the title is called The Night. Mm-hmm. Right, okay, good. And uh, so it's available now? It's out? It's out now, mate, yeah. So yeah awesome. Get it on streaming, Spotify or iTunes. Awesome, mate. All right, I'll... Um, I'll certainly put some information out there and let people know. So, Pete, I'm really grateful for your time. And, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, some more people will be able to engage with the beautiful music throughout the country. So thanks very much, mate. Thanks, mate. Nice talking to you. Talk to you soon. Cheers. Bye. There you go, guys. Pete Murray, hope you enjoyed that conversation. What an amazing guy and the ability for him to be able to speak about his own uh, journey uh, so wholeheartedly and where it's sort of led him by following his passion. You know, he had had some really bad issues with depression by the sounds of it, and he's uh, moved through that and uh, and sort of ignored what a lot of people were saying and took his uh, path into his own hands and look what's happened. You know, he's been able to deliver this beautiful music and if he had have stayed in that mindset uh, of uncertainty, then he, uh, well, none of us would have been blessed with that at the end of the day and we wouldn't, we wouldn't have had this conversation. So. Appreciate you tuning in, guys. Uh, any feedback, uh, welcome. Uh, email me at supported at backmind.com.au, uh, website www.outbackmind.com.au. As I've mentioned, if you have people in your community that have got really interesting stories to tell, please get in touch. It'd be great to get some, um, some more content from people throughout different parts of Australia to, to come on and uh, share their wisdom and their knowledge with everyone out there. So thanks for your time. Talk to you uh, with another, another podcast soon. Cheers.